Hey, sweet souls, and welcome to the Joy Babe podcast. I'm Katie Ann, a nutrition coach who also loves to talk about spirituality and making the most of this human existence. Here, we talk about spirituality, nutrition, physical wellness, and anything else related to living the best lives possible. Basically, living lives of joy, but not just joy. Lives of joy and purpose, reconnecting to the truth of who we are, why we're here, and how we can serve the world. We're going to be talking about new perspectives, different ways of living, how to truly care for ourselves, and so much more. I am so glad that you're here. If you're ready to radically transform your life, let's get started. Hey friend, super quick before we jump into the episode, I wanted to tell you about a new offer that I have, which is my one-time nutrition consultation offering. And this is where you and I jump onto a call for a half an hour where we can talk about any nutrition question you have, whether it be about nutrition in general, health, fitness, or something completely unique to your situation. Whatever question you have, we get to hop on a call and talk about that together. And so this is for you if you need a little bit more than just the general information you might get from here or on other podcasts, out on social media, in books, what have you, but you're not quite ready for coaching yet. And yes, I did say one-time nutrition coaching or nutrition consultation, but you can get as many of these as you want to. And they're only $20, which is super awesome. So that is going to be linked in the show notes. Would love it if you checked it out. And guess what? I could totally edit or I could totally re-record this and get that little... I said nutrition coaching instead of consultation out of here, but guess what? I like being real, so we're going to leave it. Anyway, let's get to the episode. Hey there, wonderful, beautiful, sweet souls. Welcome to the Joy Bay podcast and nutrition nugget installment number two. And this one's going to be about protein, the star macronutrient right now. Because it seems like carbohydrates and fats, the other two macronutrients, get a lot of hate and a lot of fear right now. And neither one of those is necessary. Neither carbs nor fats need to be feared. They are only something to be aware of and played around with for you individually. So I will do another episode on either carbs and fats, like they'll each get their own episode or I'll combine them. Not sure, we'll see. But that will definitely come because right now we're gonna focus on protein. Because protein is the star macronutrient right now because yes, it is vital and important for our health and our strength and uh, the fact that strength training is becoming so so popular and we are discovering how important skeletal muscle is for our health 
those two factors play a huge role into you know why protein is so highly praised and prioritized right now and that's awesome because like i said our bodies need protein and you know if we go without protein for too long our bodies quit altogether yes a lack of protein uh forever and ever enough lack like a a a high enough inadequacy can yes of course lead to death it leads to all sorts of problems and you know breakdown in your body and yeah but we're not we're not talking about that nobody nobody is truly suffering from protein inadequacy in the united states i can't speak to other countries or for other countries i do not know i think i learned about this in my nutrition coaching certification or maybe it was just vitamin deficiencies I'm not sure. I just know it is not a common thing. It's just, yeah, illustrative that we need protein. So, if it's the star macronutrient, if it's so important, everybody's talking about it, then we should talk about the best ways to go about adding it into our diet. So, in this episode today, I'm going to talk about how much protein to eat per day how to split that amount up throughout the day, and protein sources. And I'm also going to touch on animal-based versus plant-based protein sources and the values dilemma that exists for some people. So let's go ahead and dive in. And one little caveat before we start, I know that everybody's talking about protein. And I'm not trying to say something like new and profound here. I am simply like, hey, you found my podcast because I'm a nutrition coach or for whatever reason. And, you know, you're looking for nutrition information and protein is so important, especially if you are on a fitness journey as well. And I want you to be able to find information here. And, um, yeah, I'm always going to bring you science. I'm always going to bring you the best. And so, anyway, it's just more information for you all it's not like breakthrough profound information it's just hopefully distilling it in a way that makes sense to you and that you can apply to your life okay so diving in um first let's talk about how much protein to eat per day so the largely agreed upon target that is best um not the bare minimum not the bare minimum to prevent prevent yeah prevent deficiencies um because that is not when you're preventing deficiencies you're not truly like supporting thriving um you're just like that's just baseline so we're not talking about baseline we're talking about the best to support our activity muscle growth all that jazz So the agreed upon level for that is aiming for your target body weight in pounds in grams of protein per day. So for me, that would look, uh, that would be anywhere between 120 to 130 grams per day. And we like to home in on target body weight or your healthy body weight range because that's where we want to be. So we want our protein amounts to be aligned with that. If you are severely overweight, we don't want to be aiming for that amount of protein per day. That is 
way more than the body would need and it won't necessarily be harmful unless you have underlying conditions um, then an excess of protein could uh, could be detrimental to your health if you have you know kidney conditions um, that is that is one of the big uh, conditions that an excess of dietary protein can be um, ill-advised for um, but those are very rare cases. So for for most of the general population, um, going above and beyond the uh, grams per pound of body weight, target body weight uh, per day in protein is not going to result in detrimental effects, maybe some digestive troubles. Um, protein is very, very satiating, so it might be hard to, to hit those amounts if you're trying to go like way above and beyond. So really that's nothing that we need to like focus on and worry about. Um, but yeah, just thinking about your target body weight and like your true healthy target body weight um, in grams of protein per day. But if you are going by kilograms instead of pounds, this would be 2.2 grams of protein per kilogram of target body weight per day. So just have to shift the math around a little bit. So then if you have that number in mind that you are going to want to hit per day, per 24-hour eating period for you, um, what would this look like split up throughout the day? So this is generally talked about in terms of three to four meals with snacks in between and, you know, perhaps like a snack before bed or maybe early in the morning before your workout, um, depending on what works best for you. But if three to four meals with snacks does not jive with your eating patterns, you just get to find what works best for you and how often you like to eat throughout the day. So, you know, this is going to be dependent on, you know, how your eating frequency impacts your energy levels, your blood sugar levels, digestion, you know, timing around your workout, all that jazz. So, yes, we have general recommendations of what seems to work best for most people, but also we have to let it be an individual approach at the same time because we always want our diet approaches, our eating approaches to work best for us and be enjoyable for us to where we can stick with them. So just for illustrative purposes, I'm going to stick with that three to four meals example with snacks. Um, so if we take my example, protein um, grams per day of 120 to 130 grams, this could work out to about 30 to 40 grams of protein at each meal with 10 to 20 grams of protein in snacks in between. But seriously, all you have to do is take your target number and divide that up in a way that works best for you. Um, because like I said, we always want our way of eating to be something enjoyable and then in something that we can stick to. So it's really something you get to play around with. Hitting that target number is the most important point um, of this whole thing. The timing, the amounts at the meals and snacks, um, that really gets to be individual to you in a way that truly works for you. So just play around with it because it's totally, totally gets to be a stress-free thing. So then where do we want to source our protein from? And 
as with anything, as with any nutrient, micronutrient, macronutrient, whatever, our bodies love whole food sources. And that is not to say that supplementation or, you know, eating protein snacks like protein bars are bad. We just really want to aim for the whole food sources because of the other nutrients we get when we eat them. And for the effects that they have on our satiety levels, whole foods are much more likely to uh, keep us fuller for longer than processed foods. Again, this is not a demonization of processed foods by any means. I am not going to be one of those people. We just get to look at the objective realities of these different foods and the effects that they have and then make our decisions from there. Just just being confident in what works best for us. So, yes, yeah, sourcing your protein from whole food sources is going to be the best for your body usually. Now, is that true across the board? I don't know. So I'm not going to claim that as the truth. That is the accepted, agreed upon recommendation. That's what I know for myself. That is what I have seen be true for other people. Um, But you got to know that if that's not your truth, you got to go buy it. So um, I'm always here for experimentation and playing around with things. But if we're talking about whole food sources, of course, we know the big ones like meat. Um, We know the plant-based sources like soy and legumes, so beans. Um, Nuts provide a little bit of protein. Um, There aren't a ton of plant-based complete protein sources. Most of your complete protein sources are going to come from um, animal sources or you're going to come from animal products, I should say. And what I mean by complete is that they contain all of the um, essential amino acids that your body needs from your diet. So there are essential, conditional, and non-essential amino acids. So the essential amino acids are the ones that, yes, you need to consume in your diet because your body does not make them, or does not make them in sufficient quantities um, to reach the levels needed. And the non-essential amino acids, of course, your body, um, you don't need to consume those in your diet. Your body's body's got you there. Conditional depends upon different, um, you know, disease states, conditions, illnesses. That one, not 100% sure on. It just means that sometimes you'll need to get those amino acids from your diet. Sometimes you won't. Um, if something else is going on with the body um, where it is just not in an optimally optimally healthy state, like there is some kind of disease condition, something going on, then yeah, we're going to look to the look to the diet to get those amino acids. But what we want to focus on is the essential ones, and they come. All of the essential amino acids are in your complete protein sources. And most animal-based sources of protein are complete. So you don't have to really worry about supplementation or if you've gotten all those amino acids. But the same is not true for plant protein sources. Um, Soy seems to be one of the ones that is complete. But most of the time you're going to have to combine different plant sources of protein to create 
a complete protein source. So examples would be grains and legumes. So this could look like whole grain bread with peanut butter and it has to be peanut butter because remember peanuts are legumes and not truly nuts like almonds. So yeah, that's just a key thing to keep in mind. Or, um, you know, we could have like a bean soup and some crackers or black beans and rice, uh, peas and pasta. So those are just some examples of combining different plant protein sources to create complete protein sources. But if we're looking for protein from, you know, dairy, meat, eggs, fish, um, those are going to be complete protein sources and, you know, you're going to be getting some other things in there too, like fat and vitamins and other micronutrients like that. So, yeah, animal sources of protein are definitely praised as the best for the body and, um, they seem to be the best for muscle protein synthesis, so for growing those muscles, and I understand that uh, there's a dilemma sometimes with values and ethics. Um, a lot of times people don't want to consume animal products, and I completely understand. I have been there. I have tried uh, to be vegan in the past. I have tried to be vegetarian in the past, and um, I am not saying I will never go back there because I do have some, hmm, I have some questions about the um, animal food industry. I know it's not perfect, and at the same time, I know that these plant-based products and just even the production of, um, production of, it sounds weird to say the production of, but um, just, well, any any food at all, whether it be fruits and vegetables, nuts and, and beans and seeds and all of these things have effects on animals. I understand that nothing in our food production system here in the United States or anywhere in the world is perfect. I understand that um, harm does come to animals. Um and just all sorts of life because of the way that food is produced. And I also recognize that there are wonderful farmers and food companies out there that are prioritizing um, humanely raising and humanely processing um, animals and humanely harvesting, you know, uh, I hate to say products, but like products from the animals. I don't know what to call it. Like I was thinking about milk or eggs or whatever, but like taking care of and honoring the animals. Um, I know there are many out there doing that. And that is what I have been on a journey to find recently. And to, you know, I've been really um, making it a point to buy locally from farms that, um, I know and know about and um, and if if I can't buy something locally making sure to the best of my ability that um, wherever the animal products came from these animals were treated well um, for their entire life and like I said 
we have to do the best we can. And some people, this isn't on their mind. And that is not to say they are bad people at all. I'm just saying that if it is you, I understand. And um, it can be very tempting to go to the plant-based route. And then you're like, well, can I actually get all the protein I need from the plant-based route? And from what I have seen in the data and from other professionals, yes, it is possible. It is a little bit more, uh, it takes a little bit more creativity and the plant-based protein sources might not be optimal for muscle protein synthesis in the way that animal, um, animal-based sources of protein are just due to the differences in bioavailability, which just means how the human body utilizes them how easily it can utilize um, the protein coming through these different sources. Um, Everything is different, and it really takes experimentation. It takes knowing what the science currently says, taking that data and then stacking it up against your values and what is important to you and making the best decision that feels the best for you. Not what anyone else tells you to do. Not, you know, I want you to take care of your health, yes. But I think there's always a way to take care of our health and live in alignment with our values as well. It might take creativity. um, It might take experimentation. It might take trying different approaches that seem wildly different. And, um, you know, maybe getting creative within an approach. Like, if you you know, maybe don't want to go that plant-based route, but you're concerned about animal welfare, you know, doing more research into the food industry and finding companies and farmers that you can buy from that, you know, um, you feel good about consuming the products from. So all of that to say that was a little bit of a tangent from the true protein topic, but all of that to say, I believe there's always a way to make your diet um, align with your values and living value aligned, in my opinion, is always the best in every area. When you align with your values and whatever you're doing, you feel darn good. You just feel good. And feeling good is a key part of our health as well. So all of that to say, my friends, just to recap here super quick, aim for your uh, target or healthy body weight range in in pounds in grams of protein per day or if you're working with kilograms that would be 2.2 grams of protein per kilogram of that target or healthy body weight range and then splitting that up however works best for you throughout the day traditionally we talk about this in three to four meals with um, snacks in between or maybe, you know, bookend your day with some um, high-ish protein snacks. And yeah, but you really get to make that your own. And then lastly, um, where you source your protein from. Your body loves whole food sources, but supplementation with protein powders. Um, if you are, you know, having trouble hitting it, hitting your protein target with whole food sources, go for the supplementation. Just try the whole foods first and see how that works for you. And then just, again, as with everything, play around with it. And um, yeah, like I was touching on the values, there's a way to 
um, to align your diet with your values. And if you would like to chat about that, that is something that I would just, I would love it if you would send me a message. You're also welcome to, you know, of course the coaching is always there and the one-time nutrition consultations, which I have that announcement at the beginning of the, um, of the podcast, but that's going to be in the show notes. Um, if you want just a 30 minute call in depth with me, about any of this or anything else related to nutrition if you just want a little bit of guidance moving forward but you're not you know going all in for for coaching just yet definitely check that out send me a message we can talk about the details sending me a message by no means locks you into anything um but yeah i would love to chat and help you through your nutrition journey thank you for being here and i hope this this episode um gave you some awesome information And yeah, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you would be so kind, could you leave me a rating and review? That would help the show out tremendously. Also, don't forget to share with others or on social media. That would be an awesome way to support the show too. Lastly, Be sure to check the show notes for where to find me and how to work with me. There, you'll find my Instagram accounts, website, and nutrition coaching offers. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And don't forget that you are here on purpose, with a purpose, and that the world needs exactly who you are. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye!